Hello and welcome to Pod for Norga, the podcast that hopes for the best but prepares for the worst. I'm Jack. I'm back in Norway. Yay. I'm alive. Huzzah. Welcome, welcome back. Joining me today in Oslo. No, not in Oslo. No. Somewhere in Norway. In Levange, yes. It's Ireland. And over in America. And John. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and John. Kevin, unfortunately, can't join us today. So uh, so John is going to be the sole representative from uh, these United States. Um, but it's good. It's good to be back in Norway, guys. It's, uh, I was just telling Erlen before we hit record that um, uh, you know, I had to take the overnight train, which took many, many hours. Um, Oof. And I know how much you're, you're such a sound sleeper, aren't you, Jack? So I'm sure you slept yeah. really well. Were there I, any I, uh, murders aboard? And was Hercule Poirot there? There, that is it. Did, I, I did get that vibe a little bit. Like when okay. you walk, all I wanted to did do you was wear a have suit a the fight whole time? on the top of that train. <laughs> I was, dude, dude, I was in sweatpants. I took a like a sleeping pill and just tried to rock myself out. It was, uh, mm. it was a tough one. But it was better than uh, than the parts because in Kiev was fine. Uh, the day I had left Kiev, right, I was the day after we talked. There was a massive, massive uh, attack. rocket attack and yeah, yeah, rocket and drone attack. Um, but I had just left like six hours earlier to Dnipro, and so my roommates, because we stay in these guest houses, because I wasn't in a hotel. Um, they were like, I talked to them when I get back, and they were like, Oh yeah, the walls were shaking. You know, everything was. You know, like the like bottles that were like wine bottles that were mm. shelves, and they were starting to like rock. And then, so then that's I missed it. And then, so I was in Dnipro, and I got like a text message that's on my phone from my organization that was like, "Missiles are inbound. Seek shelter immediately." And I had to do the math in my head because I was in bed, and I was like, "I don't want to get out of bed." And I was like, "The shelter's like four minutes away." And I think someone once told me that the missiles only take two point five minutes to arrive. So like. You know, am I really even gonna make is it? it? Like, is, is, it worth it? <laughs> is it worth this it? Is like I, I dialed, extreme version bed. of snoozing your alarm. <laughs> I was, oh I was, God! And I didn't also. And like, here's the other thing. Remember, this is a lot like my earthquake story because I was in. I was traveling with some colleagues, and I was like, they didn't move, and I was like, well, I don't want to be like the guy who. Like, You're gonna be that uncool the, guy. Yeah, exactly. Like, fuck so, that, dude. I would totally be I, uncool. I, I would know, get my ass out of there. Yeah. My gosh. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm, and then I'm I glad listen, you're then, safe. My, yeah, yeah, yeah what, seriously. What a wild, what a wild uh, reality. Yeah. Yes, and that's and we're back here, and there's nothing that I want more. Not sleeping in my own bed, not hanging out with my family. There's nothing I want more than to talk about the 2013 Denis Villeneuve film Prisoners with you two. Oof. <laughs> um, another a laugh riot. Uh, <laughs> that's what we're talking about. So I won the I won the the quiz last time, and so I get to pick the uh, got to pick the movie. So I picked this um, again. It's I think it's a probably a pretty well known movie. So again, yeah, 2013 film Prisoners, directed by Denis Villeneuve, who we know from Dune Part One, Dune Part Two, which should be coming out soon, uh, Blade Runner 2049. Arrival, which we know Erlen oh, likes, okay. and uh, one of my favorite movies, uh, Sicaria, because I just love. Oh, that movie. oh. Um, have you guys also seen uh, Ancendis, the the French speaking? Um, no. Oh, it's one of his first movies. Highly recommended. It'll also fuck you up. Like, oh, God. <laughs> can't wait. <laughs> just keep, I mean, keep it coming. Yeah, honestly, it's kind of like a good prelude to Prisoners in many ways, actually. Um. Uh. 
the movie Prisoners is written by Aaron Guzikowski, who I the only credit I knew uh, from him is the HBO TV show Raised by Wolves. Oh, you remember that show? Yeah, yeah. Hell of a first season, a very weird second season. Oh, wasn't that? Is it Ridley Scott? Yep. Yeah, it's Ridley yeah, Scott. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I do. He loved guys. Ridley Scott loves his weird stuff. Um, <laughs> this film is not directed by Ridley Scott or nor starring Ridley Scott. It stars uh, Hugh Jackman. Jake Gyllenhaal and Paul Dano. I didn't even list the other the movies they are known for because I feel like these are big enough names that uh, that we should all know. Do hmm. um, you guys want to uh, anything we need to cover before jumping into the movie? Because I also have wrote a summary uh, from ChatGPT as well as uh, 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 the reasons why I picked this movie. Yeah, I, that's I, what I, I'm I, curious I, about. I would okay. love I would love to like maybe do like a round uh, uh, of guessing why. You picked this one. Oh, great. Yeah, uh, um, cool. Um, and another thing, so uh, this movie is over 10 years old, but um, since it is it is a mystery movie, it's a thriller, a crime thriller, we are going to be spoiling the entire thing. Um, so if you haven't seen this, I feel like we I spoil every movie. pod that we Yeah, we did. But, yeah, but generally, <laughs> I, I guess like this one, since it's... I mean, we didn't give this warning for royalty in two, so, you know, an epic masterpiece. Okay, no spoiler warning then. Yes, I I hereby retract my spoiler warning. Um, You guys want to... uh, Here, I'll, you know... You do synopsis first. Yeah, Yeah, synopsis. Okay, so this uh, prisoner is directed by Denis Villeneuve follows the harrowing story of two families whose daughters go missing on Thanksgiving. As the investigation led by Detective Loki, played by Jake Gyllenhaal, unfolds, desperation and fear drive one of the fathers, Keller Dover, played by Hugh Jackman, um, to take matters into his own hands. Fueled by a relentless pursuit of justice, Keller crosses ethical boundaries, leading to a tense exploration of morality, vengeance, and the devastating con consequences of unchecked desperation. This film skillfully weaves a dark and suspenseful narrative, keeping audiences on the edge until its gripping conclusion. ChatGPT. Nice. That was a good one. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Why did I pick this movie, guys? Because the one of the main characters' names is Loki. <laughs> that's literally all I got. That's all I got. What? Had you had you seen it before? I have seen Jack? this movie before. But not okay. since it had come out, so it's been over a decade. Um, then I am going to say it was the uh, couple's fight against God uh, and the way that they fight against him by taking children. That feels perhaps like some sort of, you know... Norse mythology <laughs> come back to come home to roost on Christianity. Some of those themes we got in, oh, in before and earth. I, I, I didn't see where you were going with that, but now yeah. I, <laughs> early look pretty I don't just mean like, like what? but you're talking about like like troll kind of vibe. Like trolls yeah, coming yeah, to, yeah. to like they smell uh, Christian blood, if you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. That is what I it seems based on his face, I do not seem to have uh, struck gold with this particular game. You have guys you guys have thought way uh Wait, you're going too specific on this. Okay, then I'm so assuming. What, then I'm there was snow. Guess, there was lots of snow during driving. Yeah, I'm so, assuming uh, there was like a writer or something who's this. Oh no, that. actually, I did check the guy who does all of Denis Villeneuve. I just found this out five minutes before we started. That Denis Villeneuve's um, uh, music uh, is uh, Icelandic. So, mm-hmm. oh cool. But that's not why I picked this. I had no idea. 
Um, but I say this uh, is a Norwegian movie because it contains many of the themes and tropes that are seen in Nordic crime thriller, uh, uh, thrillers, specifically like that of the Norwegian author Yunesbe, uh, including a dark or upsetting crimes, a dogged yet world-weary investigator, moral ambiguity, social commentary, all taking place in a cold and desolate landscape. And as Orlin pointed out, the investigator is literally named Loki. <laughs> I therefore argue that Prisoners is spiritually a Norwegian movie and thus deserves entry into Podfor Nordega's Chronicle of Films. Love it. I'll, I'll buy it. Yeah, yeah fair enough. I'll buy it. I, I would also, uh, uh, as like a side comment to that, we should, like a, a proper challenge, and if any listener wants to send us a recommend, but any kind of Scandinavian detective movie that isn't, in that style, I would be super interested to, to watch. And oh, it doesn't have to be Norwegian. Yeah. It does, it, it's just like, can we have a like, Scandinavian noir? Like, like a Monk-style uh, you know monk, TV show? Tony Shalhoub? Like, have you ever seen a, a, a Nordic crime story not in the winter? <laughs> right. Or, or like, could you do it? Could you do I mean, uh, oh, yes, we have uh, Jack Insomnia, right? I think there's oh yeah it's it was literally taking summer. place but during still the snow. it was the summer snow there's still snow well yeah, yeah but, but but I'm thinking like imagine if you did point. one in like but you did in like medieval times during like midsummer God. that would be fucking sick let's do well, this oh should we see the movie midsummer midsummer <laughs> I would love to watch that uh, for this pod actually wait have you oh yeah have you seen midsummer yeah of course oh yeah yeah it's that's so that's... good. That's pretty. Can we let, let's try to get a happy movie at some yeah. point soon? So. <laughs> uh, but uh, let's talk about this movie. So I've made my argument. Uh, you seem to be nodding in agreement that this should count, that it follows a lot of these themes. I'm curious what you guys thought of this movie. I believe you had uh, everyone here had already seen it once before. Nope. Oh no, John. John oh John, you haven't what? seen it. Did you? What go did first? you think of this movie, John? Um, I enjoyed it. I. I... <laughs> I found, I will say, I found Hugh Jackman's character a little plodding, um, like, or a little, like, a little much, but I maybe he <laughs> accurately portrayed the, like, complete powerlessness, though not in his case, I suppose, of being a parent and feeling like the police are fucking up your last chance of keeping your children alive. Like, that seems a hard mm. to... A hard to understand, hard to contain level of like anger, despair, desperation. Um, but I enjoyed it. I, th- I thought the twist was good. Like I did not get it, and I com- I kind of like they definitely took me for a loop. I completely misunderstood who yeah. or what was happening. I did pick up on the um, pendant, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Right. But I didn't make the connection. The, yeah. the spousal connection until later. I'm being oblique. I guess we already did do the yeah, spoiler warning. But in any event, um, I enjoyed it. It was a good... I mean, it's a long movie. But yeah. uh, I think it was a two and half hours or so well spent. Uh, and I don't know. If if depressing as hell. Um, that yeah. police captain needs to re- fucking retire. Uh, <laughs> but also, Jake Gyllenhaal needs to... He's good at what he does, but like I, he needs to find something else for his for his life too. So I don't know. Which I everyone needs to get out of that town. 
I did I did read in some of the trivia of Jake Gyllenhaal's like study of the the background of his own character is that like he I think he grew up in a boys home yeah and oh you did you read the same thing John Well no he yeah. says it right he says yeah. to the priest I was in Huntington oh. boys home you think yeah. I wouldn't want to do XYZ to you father so I yeah. I yeah, yeah, so yeah. it seems like he had some uh ticks. yeah those yeah. he's he's got a lot going on in there and uh yeah that I I I, re- I just love Jake Gyllenhaal's performance in this I'm I'm 100% agree a great act, acting showcase I think he's my favorite part of it and and I, I mean, I, obviously I picked this movie. This is a movie I love, and I pretty much love everything from Denis Villeneuve, but I think this is one of the best acting showcases of any of his movies. Ooh, hot take. Earl, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> about Timothy Chalamet in Dune 1, huh? No. <laughs> we gotta, it's an unfinished story. we got to wait till yeah, Dune 2 to, to really make the judgment. And we're not allowed to talk about that because if I spoil anything, even from a trailer on Dune 2 for Erlen, I think he might stab me. I mean, I've read the book, so I know what's going to happen. Right? But I, 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 every <laughs> time vision, I've been in the, the movies vision. and the trailer comes on, I yeah. cover my ears, <laughs> yeah. I cover my, my eyes, and I Unsullied. make a bunch of sounds, and everyone around me is probably looking at me like I'm... Mm-hmm. crazy but i will not have yeah. anything um spoil this uh, except for apparently those new popcorn uh, designs i don't know if you've have you seen this is this with the with the the, the sandworm yeah it's like it's like um a do i mean this is a huge diversion but yeah they've they've made this like like you have to put your hands through the, the worm <laughs> to, to have and it's just like ex, like and the it's internet got the tentacles yeah it's, yeah and the internet has obviously sexualized this beyond anything you would imagine and like made incredible memes about like the forgive me father for i shall sin <laughs> <laughs> oh god anyway they did not do same promotions for this movie <laughs> um i don't feel like they make i can't remember the last time a really good thriller came out like this um i feel like this movie made was a budget of 40 million and like made 122 like they don't this is like one of those mid yeah. middle movies that that they don't really make anymore mm-hmm. yeah. um uh erlin what did, uh, did you have any overall thoughts on the film yeah man like i think movie? i mean i was stoked when you picked this one it is uh a really i i've seen it probably i, I want to say like maybe this was like my fourth time watching it i think wow yeah yeah but i've also tend to watch a lot of denis Villeneuve's movies more more times than one um mm. i will say this on this uh actually right after we uh ended the last pod i watched this Mm -hmm. exact move so like that same evening like a few hours later so because it was like i saw i just okay this is the only time i'm gonna be able to make it work Mm so i went uh all in i i remember it being um a bit different to be honest so like uh yes it's long and you do kind of feel that but it also feels like a very tight movie and i think it feels that way because like this town feels small you know, the amount of characters is quite small. The, like, color palette is quite finite and so on. So yeah. it, it feels very, like, uh, like it does suck you in because because you're almost like, um, this is what you got to work with. Here we go. You know what I mean? And then the way that it really engages you or keeps your engagement is, is through that, like, suspenseful narrative. Um, I will say I, I it, remember it being more like... Um, kind of like like I, re- I remember it being like leaving me with more of an impact in a way um and i think maybe it was because the ending with like the whistle and like all these things i think yeah, those yeah. things um, um were had more of an impact 
than on the first couple watches but i think when you know it's coming it's you know it's a bit different yeah uh, that's what i'm curious I, I was curious about how your um your feelings on the film if, if it holds up in the same way when you know all the twists that are going mm. to be taken so uh please please yeah please, I, please. I would say it obviously holds up for sure but um th because you're kind of removing the the plot dimension then you you have to like it holds up or it needs to hold up um, yeah. by playing on its other strengths. And that's where like the performances yeah. really come in. I find like, again, the set design is very, it's very uh, gritty and like mm -hmm. that fucking house that he keeps him in and like yeah. the, the use Oof. of like rudimentary power tools and like that. I mean, I will definitely, if there's one thing that I always remember about this movie, it's that sink that he destroys. You just like, like yeah, hammers. Yeah, yeah, I genuinely hope that we're rating this out of one to six uh, broken sinks because uh, that is just so. It's just so <laughs> like it's so like visceral that whole scene. Um, uh, I think I read on the, on the IMDb trivia on that 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 was like the final take that they did, and Dylan Evelno just said, "All right, just go all out, dude." And and Paul Dano, you like just doesn't flinch the entire time. It's so it's so good. Yeah. It's, Do you think it was a real sink or like a prop that, that it, destroyed? No, there's that there's no way in a he could have no done No way that, that's right? a real sink. But it's got to be it's like, like foam or something, right? It's I mean, Or like styrofoam or something. It was very convincing. <laughs> it looked, I mean. It, it was, was very sound, convincing. Sound design. Yeah. I'm always just concerned. It's like, because he's smashing the hammer over his head. Like that, I, I you know, like I don't know if it's a, I would think it's probably not a real hammer too, you know. Mm, but uh, You'd hope. But, uh. Yeah, I, I mean, so uh, like I said, so I had only seen this movie, uh, I think, once before, and I, I remember the impact of it. I tend to not watch movies uh, second times, even if I really, really love them. So uh, it, it had been over a decade since I had seen this. And wow. so I actually, like, remembered the ending, but I forgot how everything was tied together. And it really, really still worked for me again. Again, anchored by these the great performances. Everybody, like, everyone in this uh, knocks it out of the park. Uh, I love uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, I think Hugh Jackman's great in this. And then all of our creepy people. So like Paul Dano and God help me, I don't have his name in front of me. The guy that's the big Mr. Wreck who ends up shooting himself. Yeah. He's also in Dune. Who's uh, also uh, in, uh, in, who's also uh, in uh, No Country for Old Men or There Will Be Blood. No, or, no sorry, Changeling. Changeling. He's, With Angelina Jolie. He's also in uh, Dark Knight, right? Yes, yes. He's in the bank scene. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. David, uh, David Dasmulchian. Dasmulchian. But I, hot. I think if you guys have seen Changeling, which is a fantastic squad. movie, he also, well, I don't want to spoil it, but no, it, he, he, has a, he plays a somewhat similar role there. Uh, I was going to say, can he do something else? Because like he kind of reminds me of like, he could be... Um, you guys watch Severance, the Apple TV show? Yeah, of course. Yeah, He's like, yeah. uh, what's that guy's name again? The guy in Severance? Uh, the main guy? Yeah. No, the... the uh, oh, Scott? the main guy. Andrew, no, is it... Adam Scott, you mean? Adam Scott. Adam yeah, Scott. he's literally... He, he could be like his cousin. Yeah, yeah. He's like his creepy yeah. cousin. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I, I would love no, to see him in a leading role, though. I do remember... I listened... There was a great podcast that's gone um, called I Was There Too, which interviews smaller actors or, or less famous actors who were present either as extras or in smaller scenes of major one major movies in in, in uh, cinema history 
and he was interviewed for this movie. Um, and they, they're talking about the scenes he shot. And there's the scene where he's running away after the candlelight vigil. And mm-hmm. he jumps and he, I, I, I just, the only part that sticks away from his interview is he said when he was supposed to fake fall and hit Jake Gyllenhaal, um, or like in the, like in the jump down from the treehouse, hit him. He, you know, did it. And uh, Jake Gyllenhaal sold it so well that he genuinely thought that he had like broken Jake Gyllenhaal's rib and like had a brief moment of like, oh my God, this is going to ruin my career. <laughs> and then went up to him afterwards and was like, oh my God, are you okay? Okay. After they called the cut and he's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm acting. What are you talking about? But anyway, I love, I love that like redirect of it because you, you know, the unraveling as, as you know, if you haven't seen the movie and you have decided to be completely spoiled by this, uh, Hugh Jackman's daughter as long, uh, and one of uh, his daughter's friends are uh, go missing and it is heavily, uh, uh, they track Paul Dano's character down who is uh, a kind of mentally limited man. It's very suspicious. Uh, all the um, investigations are leading toward this, but then the other character, this guy again, this uh, David Dostmolchins, uh, 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 is then investigated, and we find out he, what he keeps children's clothes. He has uh, their pig's head in the uh, inside his sink. He draws all this like creepy maze stuff. It's it quite a lot of snakes. We don't a lot of snakes. Snakes and yeah. uh, berries, mannequins in his yard. So it's very very creepy. And ultimately, it's not him. This is kind of a big misdirect. But um, uh, I, I loved how that unwinded because he really like pulls you in to be like, oh yeah, this guy definitely did it. Um, up until the moment he, even when he shoots himself in the head by stealing yeah. another guy's gun, which is very bad for uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's career. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I, uh, I, I, I now digress. So, but my point on all of this was that all of these actor performances, I think, are great, and that is the big anchor to this. It is then brought forward um, with fantastic cinematography, which Erlen's already covered. The muted color palette, the setting of this, which you know feels a bit like more like a rural neighborhood. Uh, more working class and all, all of this con you don't see like a blue sky in the entire movie it's just gray and raining. And, and, and raining and because it's, it's set around christmas time and i think all of that just gives this really depressed weighted atmosphere mm. for what is a, really a dark dark film um that's why i i absolutely love it and the other thing i i had noted is uh, that i noticed this time having um seen the movie once before is the payoffs that almost i think almost every single thing in here that is introduced gets properly paid off without being too obvious so the big one is the necklace the necklace that we see on the dead body which is later identified in the photo Mm -hmm. of the guy um the spirals the drawing of spirals why um um uh, when the yeah they were drawing the maze um the rv itself like the whistle, that's the other, the huge one is the whistles, even the snakes, because there's a one line, you know, this, the, the, that, um, uh, the David characters, his, the, he's keeping all of these snakes and there's a one offhanded remark by the ultimate bad woman, um, that her husband kept snakes. And that's the one connection explaining why, why this one creepy dude had, had considered, it, um, had also done it throughout his life. So I just love all of these setups and they, I didn't even notice them, um, the callbacks until we got to the end. 
I mean, my favorite one is the necklace because Jake Gyllenhaal, which which I, Jake Gyllenhaal's face at the end when he's going through the house and he pulls up the photo and sees him wearing the necklace and just having the realization like, oh shit, I'm in the killer's house. Yeah. This is it, and that's that's the tip off that gives him enough knowledge to get to take the gun out. It's it's. Uh, and then he has to drink that Kool Aid. <laughs> oh no, Hugh Jackman when he. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, he has to, he has to drink that Kool Aid. Did you guys, because, uh, I mean, you know when he goes to the, uh, the priest's house who yes. is uh, a drunken priest, uh, it shall be said. Oh, by the way, the themes of, like, Christianity and faith and, like, the death yeah. of religion and, and, like, this is all yes. very, I feel like that's yeah. the real uh, nut of the movie that, that I'm mm-hmm. still left with and still haven't really yeah. felt like I've understood yeah. what Denis Villeneuve is kind of trying to tell us through this. But, yeah. but um, the guy who lit himself on fire, right? Or did he light himself on fire? But he, he, I, I think he just mummified by being down there for so long. Yeah, I think that was a dead. I think he had been killed, and then he had he he. Or maybe he was just tied years. to the chair and just yeah, I think he, decomposed. Uh, was because the was that the him. husband? Was that the husband? Yeah, of the, yeah, yeah. Because I'm that like, the husband why the, the fuck did they not like connect that shit? They did. That's the pendant. That's the. That's pendant. the pendant. The pendant he's wearing. Yeah, 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 but I'm saying beforehand, like, they, they, like, were they not able to find, like, DNA that, like... Oh, no, they, there was one throwaway line earlier on when he's talking to the forensics guy, and he's like, no DNA matches, no fingerprints, no dental records. We have no idea who that guy is. Oh, my God, what about the priest? Could the priest not tell him who it was? Or did yeah, the, the priest, priest didn't know. I don't know his name. He just it's a random guy who came to confess and said, I've killed all these kids in my war against God, and I'm going to do it again. Uh, but he had no idea who he was, wow. apparently. So the priest killed him, which is just like... It's it all ties back. Even the Mister X, the yeah. Mister X that appear to be red herrings, are ultimately connected back. You know that's I, yeah, what's yeah. so it's, interesting. It's very. It's obviously well written. I do wish it, now, like as we're talking about it, though, that we got a little bit more screen time with that priest because, like, mm-hmm. he was just drunk and just like you know passed out. And at one point, he wakes him up and he's like holding him uh, to fall down. Yeah, because that that priest was well, because he's an ex priest because he was abuser. He was. I mean, that's why they're checking. Because they, you, you understand why they went to his house in the first place. Well, so I I wasn't. Are you sure he's an ex priest because he. He, uh, he the collar. He, well, he still has, he said to church too. So what happened, they say, they have the line in there that they say when the first, you know, the kid goes missing and they're centering it on Paul Dano, but they also don't know. So the Jake Gyllenhaal, they have a line that's like, there's 40 registered sex offenders within 50 miles of this location. And that's what they start to go around and check. And this, mm. that's why he's at that house because this guy's a registered sex offender. And you so, see, even on my fourth watch, because I knew the overall plot, I didn't yeah. actually sadly pay you know, as much attention to, attention to those to that, yeah. big lines, right? Yeah. That are actually and then very it small all com- lines. And then you talk where they talk to and like talking to the when they're going around and trying to meet. A, uh, they talk to the woman who had her kid be kidnapped in the area, yeah. and yeah. you're like, "Oh, this guy." That ends up being Paul Dano because he's yeah. that kid. Yeah. And so it's just Which all I, of these I things. actually I think was pretty obvious from the face, yeah. right? Like that, I, yeah, like yeah. I that I did clock, and I was like, "Oh wait, mm-hmm. what's going on there?" But I didn't necessarily know what it. Did meant. Paul Dano's so, character and the creepy David, uh, whatever, yeah. like they grew up together? No, they were both kidnapped by. Yeah, yeah, they were but, both kidnapped. but they were then like quote unquote raised by this crazy family, right? Because he said, or was it just yeah. Paul Dano that uh, only Paul that Dano kept? was raised. They only kept Paul Dano. So, so the other guy, guy escaped? Briefly. Yeah, didn't he escape? Or, I think that was... 
Because yeah, I understood that's it why as he like does they, the mazes. They were, he does the mazes. He does this. That's why he keeps the snakes. He he, yeah, he wants to like he, he he wants to recreate the murders. Yeah, yeah, right? and that's but because because he's because he, he's uh, emulating the abu- the abusing uh, behavior that he was subject to. Right. Also, wish we got uh, a little bit deeper into like, mm-hmm. you know, that part. Uh, to be honest. I wanted to know more. So, and I, I'm curious uh, more more what you think, Erling. Because one thing that I'm, uh, do you think it's a good enough uh, answer to when we, you know, the killers are revealed to be ultimately um, the the couple who's now the deceased husband, but the older woman who has been we find out is not actually Paul related to Paul Dano, um, but it was you know she was uh, this couple had been quote unquote waging a war on God. Do you think that's a good enough? Like, are we supposed to just go, okay, like, that's a reason. Yeah, I thought that was like, again, I wish I got more kind of backstory or like motivation. Because they're not sexually abusing the kids. They're just taking them away to cause pain in other people's lives. It was connected to cancer, right? Somebody, there was a root cause. Maybe because she lost She said she had lost her son. That's what it was. Um, and that's that's why. So she just says, "If God's gonna take away my kid, I'm gonna take away other people's kids." All right. So that's, yeah. That's, so again, it's now, like, but but again, it's like it's like one line. I wish again, like it, they spent yeah. a lot of time with the mm-hmm. visual storytelling part, with like the snakes and the blood and the mm-hmm. and the. I wish we got mm-hmm. more. Like when you do reveal uh, that it's mm-hmm. this couple and it's this elderly woman who's still keeping it up, even despite her her. Um, her uh, husband obviously, like you know, started actually feeling bad and and turned mm-hmm. on her, if you will. Yeah, I wish we got more like I wish we got more like visual storytelling as to like what if there was like a shrine of her son or something that would have yeah, like okay. that would have like told that story visually a bit more. And but I mean, by then it was already like two and a half minutes or two and a half hours yeah. in. Yeah. Uh, I, and, um, oh please, oh. John. Well, I was gonna say, did you guys know that the initial cut of this movie was rated NC seventeen? And so they had to recut it to make it something that could actually make money in theaters. I think it, I'm almost I'm willing to guess that it was for how like Paul Dano was treated. Yeah, I, I think um, there was more. I think some treatment. of what we got. I mean, I don't know. I, I assume they always had the uh, hot water, cold water, but they maybe moved more of it from the I mean, the shot of his face. Yeah, the shot of his face with the covered in blood thing that was intense. Wait, just a quick, quick question. Um, as I am not American, and the rating system eludes me, but isn't it NC seventeen? And like, don't you have to be seventeen to watch a rated R movie? So no, a rated R movie is uh, parents' parental guidance or whatever strongly cautioned. Uh, people under seventeen should be careful or whatever, whatever. But you can still, or actually, I think maybe help me. Jack, I, I used even... to work at a movie theater, so, so we, our, rules were, our, uh, our rules were it, for rated R movies, you could uh, you could be uh, any age, but you had to be accompanied by someone over the age of eighteen to come in. So, like, I remember going to see the the second Matrix movie, and I, so I was like, what, you thir- 13, 14, and my dad had to come and say, like, it's rated R, but I am letting him in. To this movie. Yeah, but he, but he, but they could like they could you could be accompanied at the ticket booth. You don't actually have to. Yeah. Be in, in that the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, okay. Exactly. Whereas NC seventeen is like they literally you have to be seventeen. Literally, you have to be. And eight, you really most, have to be eighteen. To, and to most play. mainstream theaters will not run an NC seventeen movie because it's not a right. money maker for them, and they don't they don't have like ID checking as part of their. 
at the door function typically. Right, so right, right. it gets a much more limited release to I don't even know where. Oh my god, this is like totally because when I lived in the States, it was such a badass moment when I remember sneaking into an R rated movie. But then I'm realizing <laughs> that like it's actually not that hard after all. I just had to actually ask Probably my not. parents to accompany me to get the tickets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was so sure it was like you know yeah. Well, I don't want. Sorry to burst your bubble and take this away from you. <laughs> yeah. One um a, a other question that I had the film that is still not answered for me is so, um the uh, the evil woman, <laughs> who's, who's yeah we don't know her name, name I don't do even know yeah no I don't we aunt. I mean we know her name aunt the aunt we'll say. Um, why is she keeping the girls alive? And not, as opposed to just- so she kept Alex alive as like a helper, but then he got bitten by a snake and he didn't really work. So maybe I suggested that they were going to like have them clean the house, for example, like we'll blow your head out and then make me have your daughter come clean it up or something. I, I mean, ultimately, of course, she decides to kill them, but I thought maybe she was going to get them as like helpers around the house because they're young they're enough. Constantly drugged, like that's. I, mean, I, I, I know, but but she turned Alex from drugged into yeah, ultimate helper, right? So because uh, I couldn't understand, yeah, the the yeah, okay, but you understood like if they're waging a war on God by taking kids away, presumably they're murdering lots and lots of kids, and I I, I didn't know if it's it's a plot, can you know. A bit of a plot hole to be like, okay, but these ones they didn't kill. And mm. Do you think I mean, that that there is like that Denis Villeneuve is trying to tell some ulterior story here, or is it just no. a like with Sicario? I feel like it was like his meditation it on. It was like a meditation on the corruption and like. You know, I remember alert, but. <laughs> someone once told me, I remember once told me that if to understand a, D- a Denis Villeneuve movie, all you have to do is, um, it, <laughs> all you have to do is say, who is the real, and then er- insert the name of the movie. And then that's what he's trying to. <laughs> so, I so mean, it works guy? here. So who is the real prisoner? Who is there? And there was, he has a movie called Enemy, also with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, that one is way more um, abstract. But with the spiders. Yeah. Who is the real Blade Runner twenty forty nine? Well, I and mean, who is the real replicant? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, right? Yeah. No, but um, I don't think I didn't take. I mean, I'm an idiot, so I just take things as pretty straightforward as just like a, a crime thriller and more about like. You know the the how far would you go? Like the, I I mean I Jake Gyllenhaal is my favorite character in this movie, but you know I totally understand the anxiety and the the rage that is is inside Hugh Jackman as just doing any will do anything to keep his kid. You know, he is a man. Uh, we see in the movie that Hugh Jackman's character is is a prepper. I guess I would say he is like prepared for um, yeah. this collapse of society. He's, he makes his speech to his son at this time. So he's man who is just ready for con- wants control of all outcomes and has an option ready to go. And this is clearly something that he was just not ready for and is not emotionally equipped to handle, which launches him off the deep end as he tries to regain this and starts torturing um, who he thinks did it. And I mean, I, I think also fitting in the prepper theme, he has a preternatural disbelief in the value or utility or competency of government, right? Yes. Exactly. Uh, and so that's going to kind of color his interactions with 
Jake Gyllenhaal and the police too. And I mean, it, it doesn't seem like they're necessarily taking certain things as seriously as they should, but mm-hmm. uh, at the same time, had he not kidnapped so Alex, I think it all still would have yeah. mm-hmm. unraveled, yeah. right? So uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I, 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 I do need. I, I have one correction to make. By the way, sorry, I yeah. misidentified our creepy actor as having been in Changeling. I was incorrect oh. about that. It's oh, okay. a, it's a look like he is. However, in Dune, yeah, yes, he's, he's the mentor. Okay, yeah, that's he's I. In Blade Runner, he's 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 in Blade. So yeah, he's a okay. Wait, anyway. he's in Blade Runner. Yeah, it says here he's in Blade Runner. I've got on this, so he's. Maybe I'm Blade, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. So, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Clearly, yeah. didn't even know likes working with him. So yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, cool. I like that. I like when actors pick guys. I, I want Jake Gyllenhaal to be in Dune now. Who is the real Dune? Who is the real Dune? <laughs> Who is the two? real Arrakis? What is the real spice? <laughs> well, the that spice I think we might know. Melange. No, but I, I mean, my, my, as we're just like sitting here talking about, I do think you're right, Jack. That it's like you know, I mean, at, at the end of the day, it is mostly just trying to be a badass, um, mm-hmm. like thriller noir movie yeah. but i just you know like you're talking about the setting you know this is kind of like a semi-rural place this is kind of like mm. kind of to me like a two-star u.s town in decline and you have mm. yeah. um the notion of faith being very high um on one side of of mm. the cast or whatever and then you have uh, obviously the others who have completely lost faith and almost like then you know r- r- wage war against that and then you have Hugh Jackman, who's kind of in the middle, who's just like, pfft, I don't know, he's just taking yeah. matters into his own hands. And I don't know. I, I feel like maybe if 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 I was uh, smarter, maybe I could uh, tease out some kind of analysis about what he's trying to say about yeah. religion or something. But I do... That's, you know, and what's another thing we could add on top of this? I have no idea why the character's name is Loki. Because that's not a name. People aren't named Loki. Yeah, that's a strange choice. Which is, that's a weird, weird But he he was like, what we do know is that he is phenomenal at his job. He's never had an unsolved case. So he's also like a prisoner, you know, to his own Mm -hmm. uh, reputation or to his own uh, trade, let's say. But I just feel like this, like what what I'm really left with after watching this movie is like Mm -hmm. this vibe the movie's vibe is overall just kind of like the decline of xyz whether it's like the decline of certain mm-hmm. places well, this movie predates us making america great again so <laughs> yeah. I think we all well, know who can, the uh, hugh jackman voted for can, can i just uh put a plug in for while jake gyllenhaal is apparently very good at accomplishing the ends of his job he very frequently violates criminal procedure and the Fourth Amendment yeah. in the process. All of his convictions would be thrown out uh, by any is, competent defense lawyer. It, when he, it, which who knows if they would, I mean, a lot of these people, I imagine, like, aren't going to have a competent defense lawyer. That's probably true. I don't know what the public defense bar is in this town. Maybe not strong. Not great. Um, but when he's, when he's first interrogating Paul Dano and he's like right up to his face whispering at him and like in a corner I mean not to, you know save for obviously beating the other guy mm. um, well and, and like in, like you can if you see the priest on the floor you can go in because 
that's an emergency. But you can't but then be like, hey, just... okay, if I look around, cool. And yeah, then just start cool. wandering around and searching. Like, that's not, how you write that's the not allowed. Yeah. And the reason you don't do that is that a murder conviction is going to get thrown out now. So, yeah. Word. Anyway. But final what question, then, that, what, yeah. what, what do you guys think happened in the end when you hear the whistle? And, and you obviously know he yeah. finds the whistle. Do, but, but, like, I remember, I think I saw a thing on YouTube that was, like, the real the real kind of toss-up question that you're left with is is whether he um, helps him, whether Loki actually helps him escape because they're kind of oh, like... Yeah. Or, or, yeah, but oh. I'm saying like like uh, from the law, right? Because obviously when he's found, mm-hmm. if Jack, uh, if uh, Hugh Jackman's character... Um, no, he's, going to, he's going to prison. prison. He's, he's going, going to prison, prison. yeah, but, oh, but you don't, Jake you don't even see says him it. get brought in. No, but he's, I mean, he, I, my headcan is he's found, Jake Jell finds him, he's shot in the leg, so this man needs immediate medical attention or he's going to bleed out, so it's not yeah. like, in which case he's going to be quickly arrested. Well, maybe Jake Gyllenhaal helps him, you know, and then just like, you know, again, as John prisoners said, he definitely too. broke the law. <laughs> yeah, prisoners too, it's like, he's on the run. <laughs> is, is Escape at Danamora a sequel to this, mm-hmm. uh, to this movie? <laughs> Do you know, I, this is around the moment where Jake Gyllenhaal's, I think his career, the, the, the character, he, you know, the characters he started to pick for roles changed. Because if you look before this, he was more in the like action here, not action here, but he's like in Source Code, he's in End of Watch, he's in Love and Other Drugs. And then he goes, he starts going weird. This movie and Enemy came out the same year. So he's in Prisoners, in Enemy, then in Nightcrawler. He also does Southpaw. He does. Have you ever seen Velvet Buzzsaw? That's a yeah. really weird performance. That's a by weird, him. weird one. Yeah, uh, didn't, wasn't he in? Uh, wasn't he in? Um, uh, Zodiac. Yeah, yeah, he's in Zodiac. He's because this Zodiac. is very Zodiac to me. Yeah, yeah. This definitely with feels your boy, like uh, with your uh, your boy Mark Ruffalo. Yes. Oh my God! I forgot he's in here. Didn't he get not? Is he just recently get nominated for Poor Things? Yeah, he did. Also, the movie he was filming film. when you met him. Uh, oh, you're right. That's the movie. Oh my him. god, that all clocks because I, I just saw Poor Things and the whole credits is all Hungarian names. Thank God you have me, Erlen. Dude, <laughs> dude, that means that also Emma yeah. Stone was probably there too. Yeah. You could have. Oh, would it be funny if you just God. didn't notice her and you just like, excuse me, ma'am, I need to talk to <laughs> well, her. Excuse I told me. you the story, ah, right? He tried to give me a fist bump and I didn't fucking give him a fist bump. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what happened. You're going to forget awesome. that. You're going to regret that for the rest of your life. But I mean, it makes for an incredible story where I literally walk up, my heart's pounding. I say hello and that I'm a fan of his. Uh. And then he tries to give me a fist bump and then I walk away. <laughs> I got it. Uh, <laughs> I got to tell you really quickly, the thing I forgot to tell you in Ukraine is um, when I was walking down the street in Kiev one day, a, a guy in full military uniform came up to me and uh, was talking to me and ultimately was trying to sell me a bracelet to like support Ukraine. And I was like, oh, God, like I'm getting hustled by this guy. And I just got, gave him five bucks to, to go away. Uh, so then the next like two days later, when I was in Dnipro, I'm walking down the street and two guys, full military uniforms, as they were walking towards each other in the street, they put their arms out like, hey, let's stop for a minute. And I'm like, no, leave me alone. I don't want to deal with this. And very quickly, it becomes uh, I become aware. No, no, no. I'm not allowed to leave this this interaction. And um, 
uh, I had a translator with me and uh, who informed me I was being conscripted into the Ukrainian military. Oh, shit. And, yes, and had to be uh, told. And they quickly, quickly accepted me like, he's foreign. You're not allowed to take him. And they were <laughs> very chill about it. Um, and every, we, had, we all had a good laugh. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then they wanted to know where I was from. So I said, I'm from Norway. And they said, uh, thank you for the Nassam missiles. <laughs> They're very good. So <laughs> that's that was a that was a oh, fun wow. story. Sorry, I just wanted to tell that. Yeah, that uh, is that is that's that a good a, story. Yeah. Can uh can we go to our categories or did you guys yes, have anything else? We to add? certainly can. I was just categories, also, and yeah. then go into the quiz. Love it. Uh, um, let's uh let's jump in. Who won? Anybody got a winner? I don't know. Low. I mean, the girls uh, got. Yeah, you know, yeah. They they are survived. Yeah, although. Okay. Trauma as fuck, but yeah, yeah. they survived. Yeah. Let's hope they're drugged or maybe Loki, them. honestly. That's who I picked. I, I picked Jake Dillamo's character. I mean, he, you know, okay. he, he solved it. Although he screwed, <laughs> he solved it, but he does like, uh, they do have a line in there where they say, at least I'm not going to lose, lose you to state, his captain says, because since his, uh, he was uh, that uh, one suspect shot himself, that's going to really mess up his career. But yeah, he got, I got, I got, the, uh, got the girls home alive which i don't think anybody's expecting at that yeah. point uh i also have him but i have specifically uh not the character but jake gyllenhaal um uh, as as the winner because a great captivating uh character i think is super interesting Crushed by it. adding in like these facial tics and uh, an interesting backstory that i think makes it uh, uh interesting when it could have been just a more you know boring grizzled detective kind of thing so i like that how about losers um, uh i have hugh jackman's character as I the loser. Jackman's character. He is going to jail. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe I like again, I get I think the the desperation, but maybe don't like roid out and kidnap people and torture them. Uh that <laughs> may or may not uh solve your your issues. He he kind of fluffed it at the end because when they say, you know, when when the one girl escapes and says you were there, he immediately knows yeah. what this means. Say something. Say that. Say it to somebody, and then instead of just walking it, like call for backup, dude. Instead of just walking in with the gun, and then he goes in. And fine, you're gonna do it on your own. The fact that he walks in and turns his back on the woman and says, yeah. uh, "I don't want to have to hurt you," I'm like, man, you 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 really like, you dug your own grave on that one. Um, <laughs> almost, you know, almost literally, literally. <laughs> almost literally. Uh, Erlen, did you have a loser? Yeah, I, 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 I'll go with You're, that as Erlen well. doesn't do these because Yeah, or maybe, I, I guess I'll go, I'll go with this two-star town. Like, uh, yeah, wherever yeah, this yeah. Is, takes place. Like, that place mm-hmm. is, uh, it's obviously suffering from, from, um, this was not the first time, right? You also met the mom of, yeah, of the, so, yeah. like, this town is just going to be famous for, like, having this crazy fucked up abduction case mm-hmm. that, that spanned over decades. Yeah. Um... Other thing I learned about Jake Gyllenhaal. Do you know he originally got he got was offered the lead in Mighty Ducks, the first one. He was. I've never seen that movie. All right. Well, we know next movie. We know what. Yeah, we know Jack next choice is. Are you serious? I feel like it's a it's like a American. It's a Nordic movie. movie. (laughs) I'll find a way. Um, uh, John, did you have a guy? Quack. Um, I do. Uh, my guy is I'm forgetting his name right now but the i think it's rich or dave or something the forensics guy uh who is like you know classic unperturbable he's like 
well, shit, this is kind of weird. Uh, we got pig's <laughs> blood, we got snakes, but none of the other forensics work. Mannequins in the yard, you know? Oh, snow's coming in, cover it up. And he's like... Uh, you know, this is just I can't a Tuesday. How they got him. those clothes? That doesn't fit. Everything else. Oh, the maze. Everyone's got this book. Everyone has that maze at the end. Ah, it's no problem. It's like okay, dude. Yeah. Uh, it, <laughs> to some extent, his character was like necessary exposition to connect a few points and do it quickly. So he was a little like Deus Ex Machina in that way. Um, yeah. But I don't know. He was like just kind of like ah, just go with That's the flow, whatever, one. whatever. Uh, I put the Chinese restaurant waitress at the beginning. Yeah, that's just, I thought she she was nice, seemed like a nice person, and I just love her telling. He's a rooster. Uh, the boss. My boss is a rooster. He's like basically he's an asshole. Like yeah, she's uh, kind of flirting with Jake Gyllenhaal, playing like just doing a job. I liked her. Like she's like the, seemed like the one chill person in this movie that you know as as because the rest of the movie is quite dark. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Erlen, I bet you didn't even have a guy, right? I didn't have a guy, but um, <laughs> I did recently read this amazing Letterboxd review of this movie. Uh, so I'm going to pick the author of that, which is uh, featuring Dante from DMC series. <laughs> and the oh, comic okay. is, I love Paul Dano, but I also love watching people beat the shit out of Paul Dano. <laughs> <laughs> so... Okay, okay. That's a good, Fair play. good, good short <laughs> review there. <laughs> um... Where, uh, as always, we rate the film on a scale of one to six using an object from the movie. Uh, Erlen really wants me to do busted sinks. Is that or is or that what or, you or a hammer of uh, happy Coca Cola or whatever? Because you know what I had red I whistles had is possible. Uh, I said boxes uh, snakes in a box. <laughs> When he's Fair. opening, because I did love this scene wait, wait. where he's going there and he's cracking him open and he, he has to open every single one. Yeah, and he, he doesn't know it's unfazed. Him. He just steps over the snake. Like, like fucking more snakes. Yeah, there's a thing. I love his reaction. They're just like, fuck, he's Fuck. And you know, like, I don't want to be doing this, but I have to. I, 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 that's, I want to rate this as how many snakes in a box? All right. So snakes wait, in actually, a box as opposed to boxes wait, of boxes snakes. Boxes of snakes. What's better? We could do boxes of snakes. I mean, there were there were six there, I think. So that's a let's do it. Eight. Let's do it. So, boxes of like snakes. Just all right. How many boxes full of snakes do you guys give this movie? By the way, I changed my winner to whoever is the pet store who sold those snakes because that guy made a lot of money. Making <laughs> <Like a> bank. <laughs> he reads the real and winner. God knows that guy is not calling the cops on his no, suspicious customer, no, right? Unlike the clothing right. store. Uh, uh, I'll go first since I, I, I pick this movie. I love this movie. I think it's good. I any Denis Villeneuve can do nothing wrong t- uh, for me. I'm going to just go five out of six. I really love this movie. John? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you, you want me to go first? I do. I okay. do. Um, yeah, when I always think about this movie, it's a strong five. But I think in the moment that I was watching it, I'm, I'm not going to lie, I was like, hmm, interesting. I think this is more of like four and a half boxes of snakes. But I think I will go five because it stuck with me. I've seen it several times. It's definitely um, I, so it's happy. definitely one of my least favorite Denis Villeneuve mm-hmm. movies, which goes to show how fucking which, good how his great movies his movie, yeah. yeah, because like even his quote-unquote worst movie is still five out of six. But yeah. Mm-hmm. I will go uh, four and a half boxes of snakes, which is I feel like is my is my rating for most movies we watch. To be honest, um, which is but, crazy because you also give that to shit movies. <laughs> uh, no, I don't get not always. Uh, I have given very low ratings to some, but uh, <laughs> no, I I I enjoyed it. It was a really good movie. It was an enjoyable way to spend 
a, a couple of hours. Um, I and I do I do like the kind of expanded Nordic like universe we're going into, uh, and that that I think this does fit well within it. I I did I found Hugh Jackman's acting to be wooden. Um, I like I really did not his performance didn't do it for me. Uh, but it was a bit. I, I think. Jake Dan or Jake Dan shit. Jake Gyllenhaal, Paul Dano, I think were excellent. Um, I actually think Maria Bello did a great job too, uh, as just like, you know, drunken slash uh, pilled out, just like unable to cope with with going on. I, I mean, those are two extreme reactions to a terrible moment. Anyway, I'm gonna stop rambling. But four and a half, so for, uh, very strong. Good. Nice. Um, well, guys, we got to pick our next movie, which means it's quiz time. Quiz time. Yay. This is becoming so, my favorite part of the pod. <laughs> this is, all right. So since uh, we need, yeah, we need to get music for it. Um, uh, since Kevin is not here, John, you will be playing as Kevin. Um, Cannot and wait. John. And John. And, <laughs> and John. And so John. let's jump in. All right. Here we go. First question. First round. Uh, Norse mythology. Uh, Kevin. Yes, there. I have your attention, quote-unquote, Kevin. In Norse mythology, Loki is the parent of which monstrous creature? A, Fenrir the wolf. B, Jormungandr the Midgard serpent. C, slept near the eight-legged horse. Or D, Nidhogg the dragon. Midhog the dragon. Nope, sorry, C, C. The, third, the C one, final the answer. eight-legged horse? Correct, yeah. Kevin. You got that right. Well done. Next question is for John. John, in Norse mythology, Loki is punished for his role in the death of Baldur. His punishment explained what natural event in the world? Earthquakes, volcanoes, the northern lights, or hurricanes? Hurricanes, final answer. Ooh, it's earthquakes. Shit! Oh. <laughs> Kevin, you're John as Kevin right is doing now. better. <laughs> yeah. No, he got basically he killed. He he's he's tied and has poison uh, dropped dropped on him. Um, and his wife waits over with him with a bowl to catch the poison, but she has to dump it out every once in a while, and I, then the poison hits in the face and causes it. I I was honestly just thinking of what natural disasters afflict Norway, and <laughs> yeah. did not know that you guys had earthquakes up there. We don't. So. That's so that's not really. Yeah. But that's, that's interesting. Uh, okay, fair. Uh, Erlen. In, yeah. Norse mytho- in the Norse myth of Baldur's death, Loki plays a pivotal role by providing the weapon that causes Baldur's demise. What type of plant does Loki use to create this weapon? Mistletoe, thistle, yarrow, or hemlock? One more time. I can read them again if yeah. you want. Mistletoe, thistle, yarrow, or hemlock? Oof, I have no idea. I'm going to go for... Uh... Uh, one more time. It was mistletoe. Uh, mistletoe, <laughs> thistle, yarrow, or hemlock. I go thistle. It's mistletoe. Fuck what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, hemlock thrown in the mistletoe. Socrates action there. All right, though. Kevin is in the lead. Ooh. Okay, second round. Now we're going to be cu- t- uh, talking about um, uh, crime in Norway. Kevin. What is the acronym of the special agency of the Norwegian Police Service responsible for investigating organized and serious crimes? <laughs> is it Bipos, Kripos, Nipos, or Shipos? 
Good job. Good job, Jack. This is a great question. Bipos? Is it Bipos? Or is it, or is it E, Nukos? <laughs> Mipos or Shipos? Wait, say them one more time. Bipos? Bipos with a B, Creepos with a K-R, Nipos with an N, or Sheepos with an S-H. Nipos with an N. Uh, no, it is Creepos. Ah, shit. The K was for uh, criminal. Yeah. <laughs> you, you thought the N with Norwegian, right? I knew you. All right, John, your sheepos. question. We don't even use the S-H. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, uh, John, under Norwegian law, what is the maximum number of years a person can serve in jail before a p- parole review, excluding crimes against humanity? Is it 18 years, 21 years, 25 years? It's or 21. Years? It's it 21. 21. Correct. I would love to know why they picked exactly 21. That's so strange. Yeah, that's it. Good. All right. So uh, one, uh, Kevin has one. John has one. Erlen. Uh, Shell Ulrich Schumann is one of those Norwegian prisoners sentenced to the maximum penalty with 21 years with continuous review. What was he convicted of? A. Armed robbery and murder. B. Terrorism and murder. C. Sexual assault and murder. Or uh, D. Tax evasion. What's his name? Shell Ulrich Schumann. Armed robbery and murder, terrorism and murder, sexual assault and murder. Sexual assault and murder. Uh, Wrong. Armed robbery and murder. Uh, He's the main guy in the new Gus robbery. Oh, my God. That movie comes back to fucking get me again. You just referenced it. I literally just referenced it. I hate that movie so much. I hate it so much. I have no points. I had, guys, I want you to know the real winner. The real winner winner is me because I enjoyed making this. Yes, I'm sure you did, you bastard. All right, (laughs) final round. Uh, Kevin won, John won, Erlen. Erlen. Zero. Zero. All right, here we go. Uh, Kevin. It, uh, th- this is all about more, uh, more crime in Norway. Uh, in Yunespa's criminal novels, what is the name of the central character, a detective with the Oslo Police Department? Is it Bored Ass, Dick Johnson, Harry Hole, or Odd Seaman? <sighs> Say it one more time. <laughs> Bored Ass, Dick Johnson, Harry Hole, or Odd Seaman? Harry Hole, final answer. all plausible names. Yep. You did a great it job. Cor- it, it's Harry Hole, correct, Kevin? I assume it's Harry Hola or something. Hula, yeah, Harry Hola. Yeah. yeah. Played by Michael Fassbender in the movie. Um, in the remake. Uh, in the, no, that's the only movie. There's, there hasn't been an other movie. Really? No, Is that's why we need one. Oh, Snowman, right? Yeah, terrible movie. I'm sure we'll cover it. John, which of these is not a book starring Harry Hula or Harry Hole? The Bat, The Snowman, The Pumpkin, or just a book called Police? The Bat, The Bat, The Snowman, The Pumpkin, or Police? 
The bat, final answer. It is the pumpkin. There Fuck! Is called the bat. Yeah. <laughs> These are All so right, good, that's, dude. That's Kevin is two. John is one. Kevin wins, right? I mean, we can ask Erlin. Erlin. We're going to ask Erlin. Okay, Erlin. Many law enforcement professionals start their career first in the military. In which branch of military service was your wife's grandfather a commander? Oh, my God. Why do you always do this? A, the Bulgarian military. Uh, Wait, wait. A, the Bulgarian. I think I know this. I, I don't even know. I the think, Bulgarian okay, wait, wait, army. Wait, 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 wait. If I get this without even hearing the the options, there's do, like four options of the military. Yeah, but if I just get it without even, I mean, I don't even know all the four no. options to yeah, be honest. But if I just, if I do, do I get a bonus point or something? Sure. Why not? <laughs> go for it. Go. I'll give you a bonus point. I'm gonna go Air Force. It is correct. It's the Air Force. Yeah, the Bulgarian Air Force. <laughs> So uh, me, and, me and Kevin, sudden death? Our time, <laughs> sudden death. We're going to the sudden death between Ke- uh, uh, Kevin, played, uh, played in this uh, podcast by John and Erlen. All right, here we go, guys. How many murders were there in Norway in 2021? Fantastic question. Oh, and then it's, right it's, closest, it's closest to the... Closest. It's total, it's just closest. Oof. Uh, how many murders in 2021? All Who goes hours. first? All of Norway in 2021, how many people were murdered? Um, should we do like where we, we write it in the chat and then we press send at the same time? Oh, okay. Because then I think... That's like, good, that's good. I, so the, so we can't game the system with each or other. Or you, could, or you could just honor it. Like. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 I, no I like our own stuff. Okay, cool. All right, change. get ready. All right, get wait, ready. Wait, I'm wait, looking wait, at the I chat. to think about this Don't. first. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You got to think. All right. Murders. Do, wow, do, we're talking about do, all do. types of murders here. All murders. How many murders were there in the year 2021? All right, uh, John, do, you, you, you're good to go? All right. I'm ready. Be, everyone ready to hit send? Yep. Three. All right. In three, two, one. Oh, Wow. John went real low. All right, Erlen said 140, and John said 21. It's a very safe Uh, country. The correct answer, 29. No! (laughs) Kevin wins! That is ridiculously low. I know, they should be You guys are a very small country as well. Yeah, but I'm I'm thinking like... Given the crime novels we have, you think just Scandinavian women were being murdered left and right? I just I figured it would be like you know accident. Like I, I would I was thinking like, okay in theory maybe it's like maybe one person every other day, but mm-hmm. that doesn't even need to happen because like in one murder you could eat like maybe accidentally t- kill two two three people at once. You know what I'm saying? How mm-hmm. how do you accidentally murder someone? <laughs> That's not a murder then. <laughs> Yeah, no, no. you're right. But I, oh, oh, by the way, what type of murder? Are, this, are we talking third no, degree? Murder no, murder is murder. Murder. Homicide means the killing of a person. Murder is the intentional, intentional killing kill. of a person with malice. Oh, okay. Now, I was that's also a thinking like, like American definition. Like cars and shit. And that's my, that manslaughter. That's not murder. I mean, if it's like, you know, drunk driving and stuff. Yeah, it's. Manslaughter, yeah. at least in, in the U.S. This is why we have so many of them, maybe. I'm also just, I'm also just you know, I'm really impressed anyway, how close you got. <laughs> congratulations, Kevin. Um, Kevin, well done. Well done, it, it, Kevin. You know, Kevin. in fairness, Kevin deserved to win anyways because of my, like, bonus shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's kind of bullshit. 
Lucas. <laughs> and I by, do like by, I by do... Kevin deserving to win. It's actually John considering he answered yeah. on this back. I, I do. I, and I, guys, I I'm having so much fun making these quizzes because the just quizzes know, are fun. I'm, forever, I'm going to put uh, get in touch with Erlen's wife. To, like, yeah, it makes me <laughs> makes me want to prepare far more. But I'm I'm, yeah. I'm proud I got the Air Force one. Yeah, since I didn't good. get the last one. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best. That's not honestly. We've been doing this podcast for many years. I think that's my favorite moment in the entire thing. Is you just completely blowing that question, dude? I was right. so sure I had it too. Okay, I will uh, uh, hopefully uh, add in a, a clip right here of Kevin uh, telling us what movie he uh, he's going to have us watch for the next time. So for the next episode, we're going to be doing the 2023 Swedish horror movie, The Conference. All right. And uh, if anyone has any thoughts, please send us an email at podfornoriga at gmail.com. Any other ideas? And we will catch you next time for the next movie. Looking forward to it, guys. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.